Welcome to the Help Club for Moms podcast. Each week we offer biblical encouragement and practical ideas to help you know the love of Jesus Christ more deeply and become the woman, wife, and mother you were created to be. We're so glad you're here. It's going to be a great day. Good morning, Help Club for Moms. My name is Deb, and I am so excited to be here with you guys today to talk about a very, very important topic about how to connect with your children. You know, guys, I think as moms in the day in and day out drudgery and work and everything that motherhood demands of us, I think that we can forget how important we are to our children. They love us so much. They need us, especially as they're teenagers and they might be feeling like they're pulling away. They need you so much. And I always like to keep my picture Uh, If you're on the video and you can see this, it's a picture of Jesus with his hand out, and he is inviting us to walk on water. And I keep this picture in front of me all the time because it reminds me that Jesus wants me to walk on water with him. But I want to remind you that Jesus also wants you to walk on water with him as a mom. And if you're listening on the Help Clever Moms podcast today, I want to welcome you. And I also want to tell you that what this picture looks like is it's Jesus standing here. I'll hold it to the so my video viewers can see a little bit more closely. But it's Jesus standing uh, with his foot on the water. And he is has his hand out, and he is in, he's putting his hand out uh, underneath the water. So it's it's that scene where Peter was walking on water with Jesus, and he started drowning. And I know a lot of you guys feel like you're drowning right now, but I want you to keep this picture in your mind because this is the truth of the reality of your life in Christ. When you are drowning, he is reaching for you. He is inviting you to walk on water with him as you are parenting your children. He is inviting you to ask him for help. That's what that hand means is let me help you. Let me help you mother your kids. Let me help you see their hearts. Let me help you in your marriage. And so take his hand today and know that he is going to help you, okay? And so that is that is why I always try to keep this picture uh, in my little short little vertical video screen because he's there to help you. And uh, I've been praying for you, and I've been praying that God would speak to your heart through this video and, or the podcast that you're listening to today. And so as you guys are coming on, I want you to say hello and hello, Alexi and Yvette and Rebecca. And I want you guys to say hello and let us know if you have a prayer request. I would be honored. We always pray for each other at the end of this uh, video, these videos and podcasts. We always pray for each other. And if you're tuning in on the podcast, please email us at admin at helpclubformoms.com, admin at helpclubformoms.com. And we have a, a great prayer team uh, that would be honored to pray for you. So if you're listening on the podcast, email us, or if right now, if you'd like to leave a prayer request, we would love that because I'll pray for you right now. Okay. But before we get started, I want to, uh, to tell you some announcements that we have. And uh, if you could share this video with your friends, because there are so many defeated moms and guys, you are raising children and God gave me this word, uh, as I was praying, hi, Allie, God gave me this word that the moms this day, this was God's vision for Help Club for Moms, that he wanted Help Club for Moms to be a tool for the moms of this generation who feel lost, who feel like they don't know what to do because this generation is so overwhelming. You know, to raise up a child with Christian values, it could feel so overwhelming. And the culture is trying to pull our children away from God. But guess what? God is bigger than our culture. He is bigger than the government. He is bigger than all the trials. He can do anything. And guys, uh, he will help you. And he spoke to me and he said that his vision for Help Club for Moms is to reach moms around the world with the hope of Jesus Christ, with the hope of having uh, Jesus to help them. And Help Club is a tool put in mom's hands to help them to parent their children in this generation. This crooked generation is what he said. And so I just want to invite you to share this video with your friends. Just tell them, hey, join me, join Deb. 
uh, as she's talking about connecting with your child. Uh, just help us get the word out there about Help Club for Moms. Join our online group. You guys, we have the best online group of about 7,500 women, and we pray for each other every week. Go in there, leave a prayer request if you need something, anything at all. We will pray for you. And uh, it's just an amazing group of women. But that's something I wanted to share with you first. And then this week, you guys, we have something very special on the podcast and also uh, on Facebook and Instagram. And it's called Dearest Daughter, Motherly Advice for Motherless Moms or for moms who need mothering. Sorry, we were toying with the with the title, but it's Motherly Advice for Moms Who Need Mothering. And God has called me to a little side project um, to where I'm going to start writing a version plan uh, to expand on this one. It was just a four-day devotional. We just had a spot this week for a four-day devotional plan here at Help Club. And so I wrote uh, four days as if I'm your second mom. And uh, God has called me to be a second mom to thousands of women. I did not have a mom growing up. It was devastating to me to not have a mother. God gave me other godly women in my life, but I'm telling you guys, it takes um, it takes a a multitude of counselors with your children, raising them up in this generation. And so, guys, I just wanted to encourage you to join us for the Dearest Daughter uh, four-day devotional plan this week and just to know that I would be honored to be your second mom because I feel called to it. God has called me to it. And um, so, anyway, join us this week on the podcast and on our Facebook page. Okay, so the next thing is we have our next study starting on September the 5th. And it's called The Wise Woman Abides. And this is all about abiding in Christ, you guys. And it is amazing. It is an amazing book. And it will help you to grow in your relationship with Jesus. Because, guys, if you want a Christian home, if you want a home that you can look back on when you're 60 years old and be really happy about, it takes spending time with God. It takes knowing Him. And this book will help you to learn how to abide in Him. Remember what the Word says. I am the vine, you are the branches. If a man remains in me and I in him, he will bear much fruit. Apart from me, you can do nothing. And God wants us to stay close to him. And that is how we have a successful life that we can be proud of. It will never be perfect. I mean, you just need to look at the Bible characters uh, all over the Bible and their lives were not perfect. But the ones who trusted God were the ones that succeeded in what God called them to do. And they weren't just look at David. You know what he did and Moses, they were not perfect, but they trusted God. And this book will help you to know God more and to learn how to trust him more. And there's also some really fun things in this book called the 20 days of Christmas cheer. It takes you all the way through the holidays and it has recipes, and I absolutely love this book. And the 20 Days of Christmas Cheer, let me see if I can get a picture of it for you. It's so much fun with your kids, um, and it will help you to do a little bit of fun stuff. It's not overwhelming, and I here it is. 20 Days of Christmas Cheer is in this book. It's really fun. It's just little things that you can do with your kids to celebrate the holidays that are easy, you know, if you need something that you, a little quick idea and you don't have time to Pinterest, you could go in here and it would help you uh, to have some ideas for that day. And uh, it's only $13.99 on Amazon. And we start, and we're going to have a sign up coming soon to for everyone to sign up. And you don't want to miss anything because we send out orientation videos. We have videos for free that you can dive deeper into our book study, but you need to subscribe at the website. So go to helpcleffermoms.com and subscribe there. And then uh, uh, we will be having a sign-up sheet coming out as well. Sign up online to come out for that as well. Okay. The next thing is I will be starting a Zoom group for our moms wanting to go through the book uh, online. If you don't have a group that meets in your area, uh, I will have a Zoom group starting. It's a once a month Zoom group starting August 25th at noon uh, mountain time. So make sure to put that on your calendar and then uh, start a group. Consider starting a group with the Wise Woman Abides book with your friends because it is a great way to go deeper in your relationships with each other uh, as you go through that book. And then subscribe to the podcast because we have lots of extra things that happen there. We have a beautiful devotional podcast that happens there every week. And we have a new website, and it's stunning. Go to helpcovermoms.com and check it out. And I think that's it. So let me pray. 
Jesus, thank you for today. Thank you for my friends who are watching this video. Please bring every single person who you want to watch this video or listen to this podcast. I pray, God, that the uh, that you would just let your presence and your words go out today. Lord Jesus, I pray that you would bless everything that uh, is happening here, that people would have ideas, that they would have be feeling encouraged, and that these moms would feel so loved by you, God, as they listen. In Jesus' name, amen. Okay. All right. So let's go into easy ways to connect with your child. And I want to start off this video today by saying something that I feel is super important for you to know. As a Christ follower, you have certain things already inside of you. If you made the decision to follow Christ, you have got certain things available to you. And I think it's a travesty that we don't talk about these things more often as leaders, as Christians, because you have things deposited in you that you only need to ask the Lord to help you with, and he will help you, and he will bring about the life that you want, the life that will glorify him, the life that he has for you. So listen to this, 2 Peter uh, 1, starting in verse 3. Everything we could ever need for life and godliness has, and this is the Passion Translation. I love this book. Everything we could ever need for life and godliness has already been deposited in us by his divine power. For all this was lavished upon us through the rich experience of knowing him who has called us by name and invited us to come to him through a glorious manifestation of his goodness. Isn't that amazing? Did you hear that? Everything we could ever need for life and godliness has already been deposited in us by his divine power. That was the verse, first verse. And then it went on to say, for all this was lavished upon us through the rich experience of knowing him who has called us by name and invited us to come to him through a glorious manifestation of his goodness. Now, verse four. As a result of this, he has given you magnificent promises that are beyond all price so that through the power of these tremendous promises, you can experience partnership, partnership with the divine nature by which you have escaped the corrupt desires that are of the world. Guys, there are corrupt desires in the world. And God does not want us to live by corrupt desires. He wants us to live by his plan, doing things his way and obeying his word. And if you don't do it his way, you're not going to be happy with your life. But when we do it his way in the power of the Holy Spirit, as a Christ follower, ladies, you have the Holy Spirit living inside of you who is who has deposited. You've got that deposit. They, uh, the Passion Translation calls the Holy Spirit the engagement ring of Christ <laughs> that because uh, we are going to be married someday. It's the bride of Christ. It's a beautiful uh, part of our inheritance that we will all be together in heaven as the bride of Christ and the Holy Spirit has been given to us as a gift on the earth, as a deposit, as an engagement ring. And you guys, all of the things that you need for life and godliness have already been deposited inside of you. And so what you need is to ask God to show you how to access it, to help you to access the things that you need. There are supernatural things. I talked about this last week in my video, there are in podcasts, there are supernatural things that we have access to when we abide in Christ. When you are staying close to him as a Christ follower, you have access to divine intelligence, divine help, divine wisdom, divine provision, divine everything that you need for this life, right? Just like it said here, life and godliness, it's been deposited in you. So don't think for a moment that you're not, that you are alone in this life because you are not alone. You are not raising your children by yourself. You are not alone. And I'm probably going to do a whole video about this that um, coming up where, um, you know, I found out as I was going through my spiritual advising this time during my sabbatical that I have a thing where I feel that I am alone, even though I have a loving husband, loving children, friendships, ministry, everything. I have this thing and it's a, it, I think it's just a demonic attack somewhere in my life. I think I felt alone and, um, 
So I also feel that God has left me on my own. And so do you know what I do? Do you know what God has given me? He's placed a tool in my hand to where I sing this song every day, and it's called Protector by Kim Walker Smith. And I sang it this morning. Guys, if you feel alone, you need to know that you are not alone. God is with you. He is more than enough. But sometimes we just need to remind ourselves because living in this world is hard. Raising children is hard. Being alive is hard, right? But when you put your hope and your faith in Jesus Christ, it's going to help. And so write down that song. If you struggle with feeling alone, then sing that song. It says, I come out of agreement with the lie that you have left me on my own. I am not alone. I come out of agreement with the worry and the fear I used to know. I mean, it's such, I come into agreement with the truth that you are who you say you are. You know what I'm saying? Guys, these are words that we need to be saying every day. And I worship every morning. And it is a tool that God has given me in my tool belt to be strong. I am so much stronger because I worship. I don't feel like it all the time. I sing these songs that are powerful. I declare these truths to God. It's words that other people have been given by God, but I sing them. And it's an easy way to be strong, to have a strong start on your day. And so I wanted to talk to you about that as well. Okay, so now I wanted to ask you a question. <laughs> Does your child get into trouble a lot? Or do they seem like they perplex you with their behavior? Um, are they always causing trouble in your house? Do they fight with the siblings? Um, do you just have trouble connecting with one of your children or maybe a couple of your children? Or do you feel like you're opposite of a child and you have no idea how to reach that child, right? Everybody has this problem. Just so you know, there's not a single mom I've ever talked to that has figured every one of her children out. It is just something that takes God's wisdom. Like I talked about divine intelligence. It takes divine wisdom, divine intelligence, relationship skills. You know what? Listen to this scripture. I love this. This is in Proverbs. I covered it last week. Go back and listen to that video I did last week. Uh, it was called... Uh, heavenly downloads and it's on our podcast and it's also a video here at facebook and it says right here it says so proverbs 1 and it's talking about the book of proverbs but those who cling to these words will receive discipline to demonstrate wisdom in every relationship and to choose what is right and just and fair. And don't you want to demonstrate wisdom in your relationships with your children, right? I know you do. I know you wouldn't be watching this video or listening to the podcast if you didn't want to have wisdom for your children. And the word says that when you read the Bible, you're going to get wisdom, okay? So sometimes it might be because your child is polar opposite. Um, my answer, my number one answer will always be to every problem, everything that you have in your life, go to God and ask him why your child is acting the way they are. Go to God and say, God, why is my child acting up? Why am I? What is that address again? Uh, oh, thank you, Mary Jo. Uh, which address? Which, I'm sorry, which address are you asking? Oh, e to pray for. That's the email address to pray. So it's, um, I think that's the one that you're talking about. It is to pray. The people on the podcast don't have the opportunity to leave comments to, for a prayer request. But if you have a prayer request, you can leave it at the bottom of this video. But the podcast people email us at admin at helpclubformoms.com. And thank you for being an anniversary follower. I see that about you. Thank you, Mary Jo. Okay, so... You go into God and asking him why your children are acting out. He longs for you to come to him. God has an opinion about every single, oh, the verse you mentioned. Oh, yes. Let's see. Absolutely. It's in the Passion Translation, which is a heart translation. It helps you to understand the heart of Christ. Um, it's so good. I, I like go like this with this Bible. I want to, I want to, I want to just hold it close to me all the time because it helps me to understand the things of God. And it's 2 Peter 1, 3 through 4. That was the first one. And then the one in Proverbs that I read was Proverbs 1. Let me read this out here. Uh, 3, 
Proverbs 1-3. So far, those are the ones. Thank you, Mary Jo. Okay. Hi, Montana. I'm glad you're here. Okay, so next. So did you know, just like I talked about in last week's video, God has an opinion about every area of your life, and he wants you to come to him for everything. Every single thing. Talk to him in the shower. That's why it says pray without ceasing. It's not like pray, sitting and praying. It's talking to him in the shower. You should, I mean, I talk to God all the time in the shower. Thank you, Mary Jo. I talk to God all the time in the shower. I talk to him all the time when I'm driving. I talk to him when I'm making my tea. I talk to him when I'm making my breakfast, right? It's just, it's such a good thing to talk to God all the time. And uh, so before I dive into connecting with your children, I want to talk about you, my daughters. You are my daughters. Okay. I want to talk to you. I want you to pretend for just a moment that we're sitting and we're having tea in my house. I know that we're online friends, but if uh, if you were in my house and you were my daughter, which I want you to feel like you're, I'm your second mom, we would be sitting across from each other at a little tea table that I have in my front room and we'd be having tea talking uh, together about your children and your life. And the first thing I, I do want to address is your heart, your mama heart. And just to to remind you that what you're doing is so important, that God cares about your mothering, that he will help you, and that your children love you. And even if they don't act like it, even if they've said things or they're pulling away from you, they love you. And you mean more to them than anything. You mean so much to them. And telling your children that you love them and that you believe in them and hugging them and kissing them and scratching their backs and laughing at their jokes and listening to them ramble on and on and on. It takes so much time and energy, but it's worth it. And what you're doing is so important. What is the, what do they, what do you hear that quote it says, the hand that rocks the cradle rules the world, right? And Charles Spurgeon has a beautiful quote about motherhood that says, you are just as much shaking the gates of heaven, like shaking the gates of heaven. You're doing great work for the kingdom of God when you are tending for your children. And I just want you to know that. I want you to feel my heart for you, that my heart is for you. Most of all, God's heart is for you. His heart is the most important heart and his heart is for you. And he says, your work is really important. Now, I wanna to talk to you about your home. So your home needs peace. Your home needs peace. And I would tell you this if we were sitting next to each other. Your home needs peace. And in the summer, there's less structure, right? In the But then starting school, starting up, there's more pressure. There's just pressure year-round, it seems like, with, with motherhood. But God can bring peace to your home, and he will when you ask him. And I know that a lot of our mommies are moms of littles your children are in you know preschoolers babies i know we have a lot of moms that are babies and you might have just come home from working a job and you might be at home but i want you to know that having a rhythm to your day no matter if your kids are in school if you homeschool if if you're if you're a new mom if you're a working mom whoever you are having a rhythm to your day will bless you and help you so it's not a schedule. A rhythm is not a schedule. A schedule is rigid where you feel like you have to do everything all the time. But a rhythm is something that is is just something you have in the back of your mind. Oh, at this around this time, we do this. Around this time, we do, do this. It's not like rigid. I don't want you to have a rigid schedule because they don't work. I've tried them. But a rhythm will help you. I know that even with my own grandkids, I have them every week on Wednesdays. And they are uh, one and three. And we have another one on the way, which I'm excited about. And I have to have a rhythm in my mind with them or else I go crazy. <laughs> and I usually, part of my rhythm is getting them out. I go to a beautiful hotel here called the Broadmoor and they have a playground and we go to the Broadmoor. We go sit and have a snack and we walk around the lake. It's so beautiful, but I have something in place. I can't just sit around with kids all day. It's not my personality. Everybody's different. If I were sitting around, I would be watching the clock but I have to have a rhythm. So I like to read to them. I like to pray with them. We have snacks. We we talk. We go upstairs and because my husband works from home. It's wonderful. And he's the best fun paw in the whole world. I'm so thankful for him. They call him Fun Paw. And we go upstairs where he works. And and uh, Fun Paw, you know, has all these toys upstairs. He plays with the grandkids during his breaks from work. But we have rhythms and routines that in, in our place, uh, in our home, because it would drive me crazy trying to just sit and watch everybody all day. Getting out of the house is so good. Reading the little Bible, Jesus storybook Bible or something to your children. I love, as they get older, the picture Bible, 
books on tape. All these things are so good for children. But you have to have a rhythm and you need to do things that will keep you from going crazy <laughs> and, and for forgetting uh, the importance of your calling. Asking God, I used to ask him all the time, Lord, help me to remember why I love being a mom. Help me to remember why I love being at home with my children. You know, God, sometimes we just need reminders from God, don't we? Ask God to help you to remember why you even like being a mom in the first place. Okay, why you love being with your children. If you're a working mom, ask God to show you ways to connect with your children when you're not at work. And, you know, my daughter, Christy, she's a working mom, but she's got it worked out to to work with her life. See, she and I are going to hopefully this month do a podcast all about door number three. See, we think in our life we only have door number one. If you're a working mom, you may think you only have door number one where you you have to do this certain thing where your kids are in daycare and this is how you do a, a job and you have to be away from them. But you could have door number two or you could have door number three. And door number three is God's idea for you. Door number three for my daughter is she's blessed because she has grandparents take the kids two days a week. She and her husband work out his schedule to where he has the kids part of the time. She has kids part of the time. And then she has a, a trusted Christian babysitter that comes in to her home so that she is there also. And she is there in those moments that she has a break where she can play with the children. But door number three, living, is living with that divine wisdom, that divine help to where you uh, aren't just subject to the world's systems. You guys have got to remember that you are not on the world's system. You do not have to take advice from the world. You do not have to do things like the world because you are in God's economy. You have access to everything that God has for you. And so if you're a working mom, I invite you to think differently about your family this year, to think differently. You know, sitting down with God and thinking with God is extremely valuable. I need to do a video all about thinking with God, sitting down and thinking with him about your life and about your family and praying and writing in a journal the things that he tells you, the ideas. Remember, he has an opinion about everything of your life, right? I know this is a sidetrack, but I feel like it's important. But thinking about things differently will bless your home and bring your home peace. And so before we even could talk about connecting with your children, we need to talk about peace in your home. And so for me personally, the number one thing, and, and I know that you've heard this from me a thousand times, but the number one thing that will help you is spending time with Jesus. And whenever I was a young mom, I would go into my daughter's room at night. I would kneel beside her bed and I would cry. And I would, while she was sleeping, I was having so much trouble being a mom. It was her, it was so hard and I didn't know what I was doing. And I asked God for help. And he said, spend time with me. I would kneel beside her bed and I would cry. And he would say, spend time with me. And so I spent time with him. And if I got up in the morning early, I always did it early. It's my personality to be up early or I wanted to sleep longer, especially when the kids were sick, but I would get up early, you know, 15, 30 minutes earlier. And then if a child heard me and woke up, I used to get frustrated, but I just started saying, God, I need you to help me have ideas with this one. And he said, put them in the high chair with breakfast and watching a video while you finish spending time with me. And he loved it. And it worked out just fine. Okay. But you need to spend time with God and use media wisely. Nowadays, it's it's a lot different than when my kids were growing up. We had TV, we had videos, but now it's everywhere. It's You take it with you. You have it in the car. You have it at the restaurant. You take it. I mean, guys, ask the Lord to show you how to use your media strategically with your children because then you would have time for a video. You know, we used to use passes. Oh my gosh, you guys, we did have video games in our home because we wanted all the, home, the kids to be at our house. It's what they like. But we also had passes, like where our kids, when they got older, they would have passes. Like you have a pass for a video game. You did this, you earned this pass. And so that's how they got to watch, to play more video games or watch more TV. Okay, so the next thing I want to tell you about is praying for peace and joy. Pray for the fruit. Oh, gosh, you guys, hold on before I go into this. With your children, pray for them as they start off their day reading the Bible to them, some kind of baby Bible, children's Bible, picture Bible, the Bible, storybook Bible, whatever it is that you like, read to them and then pray over them for their day. Pray for them to get along. Pray for them uh, to love one another, to have that, like that scripture says, that, that 
that God would help them to dwell together in perfect unity. Um, you know, pray good prayers. Don't pray like, help them to not hit each other. Don't say that. Just say, Lord, help them to love one another deeply. Help them to be closer than they ever have been. Help them to be best friends. Right, guys? Just say these prayers and pray them over your children because your children need God's help, but they're not old enough to know how to pray these kind of prayers, but you are. Pray over them when they're in the car on the way to school. Pray. That's what we did. As soon as we got in the car, we started praying for their day, wherever they were going. We prayed in the morning. I would pray over them at night. Prayer changes things, and it will change the atmosphere of your home, and you will be so glad that you did. Okay, so next, pray for peace in your home. Uh, I recently... Uh, went over to a friend's house and they were having, she was having trouble or with some things in her home with her husband going through some addiction and stuff. And so we prayed over her home and we went over every room of her home and we anointed it with oil and we prayed for God's Holy Spirit. We prayed for protection against the enemy. And if you have a child that is acting up, I highly suggest going into their room, putting a little bit of oil on your fingers and just rubbing it along their pillow, along their door frames, in their windows, all through your house. You just pray for, for your children to pray for peace, whatever it is that you need from God, you just go through your house, you pray and you cast out any demons in Jesus name that are in your home. You have the authority as a believer to do that in Jesus name. It's not your name. It's Jesus name to cast out a devil. If it, there's demons in your home attacking your family, you can say, Jesus, protect my home from the enemy. Satan, in Jesus' name, I command you, you must, you and your demons must leave my home. You must leave my children because sometimes there are things that come into our home that try to attack us. But remember, ladies, he who is in you is greater than he who is in the world. Go through, pray over the windows, pray over the doors, pray over their cell phone with their teenagers. If they, you know, just pray over everything in your home. Go through your house, pray over the bathrooms, Wherever it is, pray over your showers, pray over everything in your home and ask God's presence to be there. Ask for the angels of God to be in your home because that is what you want. You want the angels of God, the presence of God to be in your home. You don't want anything else. Like I was just in a trip in Texas and I got food poisoning Saturday night and, uh, it was, I, <laughs> I got to go to a wedding, a wedding rehearsal dinner with my friend who just so happened to be in Dallas and, I said, hi, I took this great picture. And then all of a sudden the sickness came on me and I went in the bathroom and I threw up at the reception place, the rehearsal dinner place. Thank God nobody was in there. And then I got back to my hotel and I threw up again in my hotel. And then the next day, I mean, I was praying the name of Jesus over my body to be healed. And the next day I felt like a million bucks. I felt so good and I was so happy. And I came home and then that night, some I just feel like I started getting sick again. And so anyway, long story short, I I know that things in this life are hard. Sometimes we have opposition from the enemy, but God is always with us. And God is so pleased when we stand in him. And I just got up this morning and I, I, I didn't want to miss this video because I'd been on sabbatical or this podcast. I wanted to stand up and just be here for everyone and speak these words that God downloaded into my heart. And so I prayed this morning and uh, I asked for his help. And he is so delighted when we do that. And he is delighted for you to pray over your home, to have the fruit of the spirit, love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, and uh, gentleness. And so um, I just wanted to tell you that. That's just a little side side thing. And so let me talk about your schedule just really quick, your rhythm. So for our children, I'll just give you some examples and your home uh, is completely different than my home growing up. All of us have different homes, so that's why you have to go to him and ask him about your home. But I know it's really helpful to have ideas, but this is what we did with our kids growing up. So I would wake up a few minutes early and spend time with the Lord. And then, you know, I'd kind of go through and get things ready for my day. I would make a six most important list, which is really helpful. It's six of things that you want to get done for the day. And I cross them off when I get them done. That was really helpful. And then when our children would wake up, you know, um, I didn't let them sleep like till 11 or something. I, you know, I usually like to get them up earlier and we, I would get them up and, and I was always trying to get them up in a good mood. Like I wanted my kids to love mornings and both my kids love mornings. I didn't want to be a, a yelling mom and a screaming shrew. Right. So I would scratch their backs in the morning and, and wake them up and hug them and kiss them and tell them I'm so glad to see them. And I'm so glad I have them. And, you know, it's just a, um, that's what I did. And then 
they would come to breakfast and while they were eating their breakfast, I would read to them a little Bible devotional. I would pray over their day and we would clean up the dishes. And uh, while I was cleaning up the, they would help me. They would bring their dishes to the sink. You know, everybody cleaned up everything everywhere. That's what we did. And then um, they would go and I, and I'd like to have these little brother, sister toys or brother, brother, if you have all boys or sister, sister, special toys in a bin that they could play with just by themselves. Like, like special toys that are only brother, sister toys. And I would break them out in the morning. And these were toys that they loved that they played together with and they loved it. Right. So we would do that. And then I would usually do something. I, I, I got out during the day. They would have a friend come over. Um, I went to museums, you know, asking for a museum memberships for Christmas is wonderful. We'd go to the zoo, the museum, all this other stuff. We had a lot of fun. Um, we did get out of the house a lot. Uh, then during nap time or quiet time, whenever they stopped taking naps, we would do quiet time and they would listen to books on tape in their room. They would listen to, uh, even my granddaughter loves to do this. I got her a cassette tape recorder. She's already broken it. I'm going to buy her another one because it's so important. She's only three, but she loved the velveteen rabbit. Um, there's things called the treasure chest. Um, there's so many beautiful things for children out there on cassette or CD that you can let them listen to during quiet time and teach them how to, to teach them. Don't get them expensive cassette players or CD players, but, you know, teach them how to work it. And then, um, after nap time, and I always lay down during nap time, just, just lay down and close my eyes just for a little while. I mean, I know some of you guys might like to spend time with the Lord, which is awesome, but whatever you need, get, get a little bit of quiet time, nap time during the day. And then the next thing I did was I would also set a timer and I would play with my kids. Now, I know playing with your kids might not be the most fun thing to do, but it will reach their hearts, ladies. This is part I'm moving into the how to connect with your children, okay? I would set a timer. And the reason I set a timer was because it helped me to see that it, it doesn't take as long to spend time with your children a couple times a day or just one-on-one -on -one time a day or whatever you want to do. But I would set a timer for 10 minutes and I would sit down and play something that they wanted to play. And, you know, your children's attention span is usually pretty short. And so setting a timer for 10 minutes is super helpful. And I would sit down and play with them. And, you know, there's this book called Hints on Child Training that I highly recommend. And it has ideas on, on how to connect with your children. It was written in 1890 by Elizabeth Elliot's grandfather or great grandfather. And they asked him to write this book because all of his children grew up to love Jesus and serve him. And they were like, what did you do? So he wrote this little book in 1890 and it's amazing. And you can still get it on Amazon. Hints on child training by H. Clay Trumbull. It's a fantastic book, but he has this chapter in there called sympathy, the place of sympathy in child training. And ladies, it is so important to be sympathetic with your children. It is so important that to not only buy a toy for a child, but to play with that child, play with that toy with your child, to also feel the sorrow that your children feel in their heart when they are going through something, to sit with them when they are hurting. Uh, and yes, sometimes we call them and we're like, we got to be strong. We're just going to be strong. We're going to move on, right? There's a place for that. There's also a place in acknowledging that your children, no matter how hard, young they are, have feelings. And some of our children have feelings that are way bigger than they could ever let on. And I think that especially if you have a really smart child, it's easy to, to expect more from that child. But I will tell you, your, child, your children are children and they're not little adults. They're children. And sometimes if they're really smart intellectually, they're, they're not smart emotionally. And sometimes they can be really smart emotionally, but not quite there yet intellectually, but they will get there. But just to know that lower your expectations for your children. Don't expect so much, especially from your firstborn. And just relax a little bit more in your home and trust the Lord that he's going to give you what you need with your children. And I also prayed every day for my for myself, I wrote it on my bathroom mirror and dry erase board. Lord, teach me to number my days that I may gain a heart of wisdom. And I also pray the other scriptures. Show me, O Lord, my life's end and the number of my days that I would know how fleeting is my life. Because you want to know that you have an expiration date on this earth. It's really sad to think about that. We all have a time. We're going to go meet the Lord and we're all going to meet him face to face. And 
you don't know how long you have on this earth. And I always wanted to be reminded that my time was short because when you're reminded that your time is short, you're going to make different choices for your day. You're going to make different choices with your children. The time is not going to just fly by so much. It will still fly by, but it's not going to fly by so much when you have that sense of eternity that's written on your heart that you're going to eternity, but this this is short. So ask God for that too. And then uh, let's see what, oh, I also wanted to tell you something that will really help you is the five, uh, 15 minute pickup at the five o'clock pickup is what we call it at Help Club. It's 15 minute pickup uh, uh, at like five o'clock before dad gets home or when you like, um, I don't know, whenever you want to do your pickup, you can do it whenever you'll know when to do your pickup. But a 15 minute pickup, you set a timer, you turn on some fun music and everybody picks up the everything everywhere for 15 minutes and it will help you to kind of be a little bit more um, happy <laughs> because you won't see the toys all over the floor. Okay. And I forgot the rest of our rhythm that we did in our day. We did, we tried to go upstairs really early uh, to give baths or whatever they needed and to read out loud to them uh, because reading out loud in our home was a big thing that we did. And our children, they're smarter because of it. They love reading. Uh, they know how to learn. And, um, reading out loud, it will absolutely by osmosis make your children smarter. And if you want a really good book to give you ideas, there's two of them that I recommend, Books Children Love. And then also, um, oh, what's the other one? Books Children Love and Honey for a Child's Heart. Honey for a Child's Heart and Books Children Love. But read out loud to your children. And then if your children are having trouble staying in bed at night, I recommend using that tape player at night before they go to bed to listen to more things that are edifying, that will lift them up. Books on tape. You know, we used to do things about composers and artists and uh, that were godly. Um, we not all of them were godly, but we like them to still know about them. Uh, and we also did things that were Christian at night before they went to bed. And uh, it was super helpful. OK, so the next thing I want to tell you, if you have teenagers I'm going to read you a scripture, and this was my scripture uh, when I had teenagers, and it is Ephesians 4, 2 through 3. Okay, so listen to this scripture. It's amazing. Oh, it's not Ephesians 4. Hold on. It is, oh, I'm in Galatians. Sorry, guys. Ephesians, get this scripture. Okay, get this. <laughs> Some of you guys might need to hear this scripture today like I do. Starting in verse 2, Ephesians 4, to be completely humble and gentle. Be patient, bearing with one another in love. Make every effort to keep the unity of the spirit through the bond of peace. And what does that say? Make every effort in your home to keep the unity of your family together through the bond of peace. Isn't that amazing? And that was my go-to verse whenever my, I had teenagers, and it was huge. Um, don't parent your children out of pride, you guys. It is a huge deal. Part of connecting with your children is uh, being humble and being a leader that they will follow, right? Follow me as I follow Christ. That's what you want for your children. Follow me as I follow Christ. You're not going to be perfect. They will not be perfect, but you talk, you talk to them about what the Lord's teaching you, and you're humble. And James 1.19, be quick to listen, slow to speak, and slow to become angry. I used to pray that scripture all the time. Lord, help me to be quick to listen, slow to speak, and slow to become angry. And then uh, Proverbs 15, verse 1, talks about the gentle wrath uh, a harsh word brings wrath. Uh, let me look it up real quick. Proverbs 15.1. I know it, but my brain is a little busy today. <laughs> Proverbs 15, verse 1. A gentle answer turns, up wrath, turns away wrath, but a harsh word stirs up anger. And guys, with your own heart, with your kids, sometimes your kids are acting up because you're being too angry, but God can help you with your anger. Okay? All right. So then uh, in your children, another way to, to make sure that your children are, are, um, are feeling connected and feeling loved is do not let your children gang up on your child that's always getting into trouble. That is not acceptable. We are the weeklies and we stick together. You are the, you know, 
Scopels, you are the Prosers, you are the Martinez. you, you in your family, this is what you do. And we don't gang up on people that, who get into trouble. We are kind to them and know that they didn't mean to do it. Do not let your family members gang up on your other family members. Just tell your child often that you think that they're terrific and you're glad that, that you get to be their mom, that it's a privilege. Tell them all the time that God has great plans for them. I'm telling you guys, your kids need, need you to be their biggest cheerleader. Your words have power. Your words are little containers of faith that will deposit into their hearts. And if you've made mistakes, if you've said things you shouldn't, you go and say you're sorry. Children are so forgiving. Um, And just ask them to, for a clean, you want to have a clean slate with your children before they go to bed. So um, in my, one of my children, my daughter, uh, when she was growing up, we were having more trouble connecting with her, right? She's a very logical person. She still is. She's amazing. And she's an amazing mom and um, an amazing wife. And she, and, uh, but sometimes we butt heads. But I remember one time asking her if she felt like people liked her at her little school program. She was in a little part-time school program. If she felt like they liked her or if she felt like she had friends and she started crying and she said, I don't feel like people like me or like I have friends. And so that started cleaning the slate every night to talk to, to talk to her and my son about how they're doing, you know, um, revisiting their day and just saying, you know what? God loves you. God is with you. God will help you, you know, and reminding them that the, the things of life, the issues of life with their friends or things are only temporary. And so, uh, that they'll go away, that God's going to bring them friends and pray for a really good friend for them and pray for them to feel better about themselves or pray for them to feel smart, whatever it is that they're struggling with. Uh, but try to get a clean slate before you go to bed with them on their hearts. Okay. Uh, be interested in what interests them. Like my son, <laughs> he, he had a lot of words growing up and he had so many interests that he was passionate about and he just wanted someone to talk to him about it. And it meant the world to him when I wouldn't rush him and I would just sit down. That could be your thing that you do with your children where you, in your mind, set a little timer. Uh, You sit down and talk to them about what they're interested in and hear all their ideas. And you know, my son is still a creator. He's an ideanator. He's, he's a big thinker. And he, and I still talk to him about all his ideas. Now he has a girlfriend that talks to him about all his ideas too, but it's so important to let those children who have a lot of words to talk to you because they want you to be their best friend and to be their confident. And when you invest this time into relationship with your children, and if you don't have a lot of time because you're a working mom or you're sick or whatever it is, ask God for those moments with your children. He will make it up to you, ladies. He will. And make sure that you're always doing what he's called you to do. I always check with God to make sure I'm doing what he's called me to do. Okay, let's see. We're almost done. Teen dates. When they, my kids were teenagers, I'd go on dates with them. We'd go to Starbucks. We'd go to the mall, go shopping, um, whatever they like to do. Like uh, my daughter and I would go to cake decorating classes because she liked that. Um, just find out what what they like to do and do something with them that they like. Um, wait up for them. I used to wait up for my teenagers uh, when they got home. And I was tired, but they had an earlier curfew around 11 or 12. And when they got home, I talked to them about their night and I knew how they were doing when they came in and I prayed for them before they went out and I prayed over their room, prayed over their cars, everything. And uh, they had no chance to get into trouble. My children, <laughs> they had no chance. And I know that they were not perfect. And uh, but I'm telling you, as far as it was depending on me, I was going to pray over my kids as teenagers. And uh, I was interested in their hobbies. I gave grace to my kids. Give grace to your kids, ladies. Tell them it's okay if they make mistakes. It's okay. I know you didn't mean to do that. You're so good. I know you try so hard. And tell them that. Let them know that that you're hopeful about who they are, even when they make mistakes, especially when they make mistakes. Play with them. I used to have a, a little spiral index card thing. It wasn't pretty, but I kept it at my kitchen sink, and it would say, jump, watch, laugh. And so jump with me on the trampoline which wasn't fun all the time because I had had, you know, my kids and, uh, you know, I don't know if, if you're a woman, you might be able to get the reason why jumping on the tramp is a little trampoline is a little bit more challenging after you have children. Um, watch them 
when they want you to watch them do something, mommy, watch me, watch me, watch them and laugh with them. And I had that sign at my kitchen sink to remind me of that. And then uh, put down the work and pick up the child, put down the phone, look over at your child, turn your whole body to your child and listen to them when they interrupt you. And if you're, we used to do the thing where they would come and just touch our hands and we would have them wait sometimes to get our attention. If we were talking with someone or if we were on the phone, but I was available for them. I was available for them in the nighttime, night season. They could come into my room at night. I know that's, that's hard. Um, but I did that and, um, you're going to do great moms. God is with you. And so now if you have a prayer request, leave your prayer request right now. And I'm going to start praying for prayer requests and I'm going to start praying for all of you guys. Oh, Jesus, thank you for this time to be together. Thank you for every person watching this video or listening to the podcast. Lord, I pray for the people watching the recording. Lord, you are outside of time and you can do anything. And so, Lord, I pray for every person uh, who needs help to connect with their children, that you would help them. I pray for everyone who needs healing in their marriage or in a relationship with a child or in their body, that you would help them. I pray for everyone who needs divine wisdom for a perplexing child, for a child they just don't understand, that you would give them that divine wisdom and understanding. God, anyone that needs a job, that you would give them a job or their husband's a job. I pray for finances, Lord. Everything is so expensive right now. I pray for finances for these women and their families. And God, we just ask for blessed families and a family that these wonderful moms will look back on and be so proud of that they got to create in Jesus' name. All right, guys, have a great day. I love you. I will see you next week. And be sure to grab a copy of the Wise Woman Abides book. We start September 5th online. And if you, oh, didn't want to forget this. I'm going to put a couple of links uh, in this uh, in this uh, thread after we're done with the, um, <laughs> my words are leaving, with the video today that have the Zoom link for Friday. We're having anybody who wants to lead a Help Club for Moms group with your friends or at your church. We're having a Zoom meeting this Friday at 9 a.m. Mountain Time. Uh, if you would like to join us. So I'll put the link to the Zoom meeting in this video. So I would love it if you would join us. Tell your church leaders, talk to your church leaders. If they're looking for a mom's group, a mom study, we don't charge any money to do a help club in your church. Uh, all you do is buy the books. And, uh, oh, I'll pray for that too. I'll pray for that, Alexis. Thank you. And, um, okay, Lord, I pray for Alexis' kids, Alexis' kids. And I pray, Lord, for all the children represented as they're going back to school, that you would give them great friends, that you would give them, uh, thank you, Montana, that you would give them great friends, that you would give them uh, divine wisdom and in divine intelligence, that you would give these children of the Most High God everything they need this year, that you would protect them from the bad friends, that you would uh, give them favor with their teachers, favor at school. God, the favor of the Lord would surround them as with a shield, that these mamas would pray over their children when they're going to school. They would anoint them with oil. They would tell them that they are God's girl or God's boy on that campus and that you are going to do great things in their life in Jesus' name. All right. Uh, I think that's it. All right. I love you guys. Thank you. Bye-bye.